Hello. That's our Christmas intro. That that was wonderful. Thank you. Hi, Kayla. Oh, hi, and welcome to <laughs> Kayla and Harrison. Won't shut up. <laughs> they they won't. Dear they God, won't. we won't. Nope. Hi, nope. everyone. <laughs> and hey. Merry holidays. Merry holidays, indeed. Happy Xmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Hanukkah starts in three days. Yeah, we're uh, early. Wait, hold on. This Hanukkah will... starts yesterday. <laughs> and this will be released after that. That's what I mean. <laughs> Never mind what I said. What I meant Just was... Just ignore all that. Hey, it's the second night of Hanukkah today. Open all your presents. Uh-huh. All eight of them, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, don't know. You know, I don't. If I celebrated Hanukkah, I would demand a present for each night. Yeah, personally. it kind of feels like we uh, gave ourselves a bit of a present. Um, oh, did we? In the, did form we do, of, in the form of torture by watching the film <laughs> that I can't wait to complain about. Um, yes. Which is the second iteration yes. of Black Christmas. The now, 2006 Black Christmas. Which is abbreviated as Black Xmas on the poster. Oh, sure, sure. Which is important. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's not important. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what did I miss? <laughs> um, I, I seem to recall um, holy something shit. important that we need to talk about, which is something that Carly, that Carly. Oh, Carly. Were you, were you talking about Carly? Carly. What about Carly? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. What did Carly do for us? What did she tell us about, about our, our trilogy of Black Christmases that we had planned? <laughs> she, I, you know, I don't know. What did she say? She said. She said. Hey, hey, Kayla and Harrison. Did you know I listened to your to your episode about the the twenty nineteen Black Christmas? Uh, oh right, you, right. And I heard you. I heard you say that it would be really funny if you did all three Black Christmases. And I guess we should do an episode about the original from nineteen seventy whenever. Um, and uh, then what did she say, Harrison? After she reminded us of of the fact that we said that we would watch it and make an episode, Harrison. What did she tell us? She said. You already did that. <laughs> and she was right. And you yeah. and you recently went back and re-listened to that. Because we're sure the type did. of podcast that is thorough in our investigations. And so you you went back and you re-listened <laughs> I did, I did. to an episode that we um, forgot we did. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I can't explain that other than it was one of our first episodes... And we've been doing this for a million years. Yeah, we're ancient. Actually, how long have we been doing this, year-wise? A year and a half, maybe. Also, no way. It's I, I, for some reason, I have the year 2017 in my head. Hold on. That's probably Forking, true. Forkin, Hold on. I don't even know how to look this up. I'm going to our Instagram. You know, we did at, take, we took a lot of breaks, but we're, you know. Oh, how is it that I'm going onto Instagram and it already knows my account, like my personal account? I didn't sign into you on my Uh-oh. work computer. Not that I would ever use my work computer for this non-work. <laughs> Never would do. Just would hashtag, do. Oh, hashtag just Alaska things. Oh my God. What the hell is our... It's K-A-H-W-S. 
you got it <laughs> that is our instagram it couldn't be well. easier to remember you know what i am full of many things right now <laughs> and christmas christmas cheer and knowing how to spell is not any of them <laughs> okay i just want to okay so our first post on the instagram let's see who was closer to being right oh my god it was me it was me 2017 Boom. oh shit we've been doing this for three years a year and a half when did we meet Harrison? <laughs> Yesterday? On the first night the of The day Hanukkah. before. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. god. Time is a flat you know, circle. Um, and we are stuck there. in a time loop, as I mentioned. I feel like in our in our pre loop. In our official pre-episode session where we plan everything out for what we're going to say on the podcast, which is very advanced mm-hmm. and takes a lot of effort um, on our part. Obviously. Um, uh-huh. And we just sketch things out so specifically uh when we do all that Uh um sometimes we overlook you know the simplest things such as things we spent an hour doing already years ago so yeah i I mean look i'm looking at the the instagram post we made uh the on boxing day as it were three years ago wait what did Um, we rate the original i'm curious it uh i don't remember i know i just re-listened to the episode oh i think we might have I think we might have both given it a six, the original. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I don't. All I remember is listening to it and not only being like, how do I not remember? How do I not remember recording this? Because I don't. And it's not like we sound like drunk. We don't sound off. We sound like normal human beings who would have memories three years later. So I can't explain it. And I also want to say, here's the caption that you wrote on our on our episode for the original Black Christmas. It's relevant to today's episode. It says, Happy Holidays, the newest episode is live. Have you ever thought to yourself while watching 2006 Black's, Black Xmas, oh, this movie is a giant piece of shit? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm... So had, had you already watched the 2006 Black Christmas? Yes. Oh, okay, okay. For a minute, I was like, did you black that out, too? No, because I'm... I literally did black. I started this movie, and I was like, <laughs> I know that I've already seen this. What is it that's going to trigger a memory? And then I was like, <laughs> oh, it's the uh, the first thing that did it for this one was the uh, fact that the main villain has a liver condition, which makes his eyes yellow and skin yellow, and therefore makes him... I thirsty for some reason. That was my takeaway. That was so weird. Wait, okay. Also, can I say that? <laughs> okay, um, I watched this on Amazon, and um, you know how when you pause things on Amazon, it'll tell you stuff sometimes? Like, it's called, like, X-Ray or something, and they'll be like, here's who's in this scene. No, and, like, I didn't some- know about that. Oh, maybe it's like a feature that I accidentally turned on. Because let me tell you how many movies it's spoiled for me. <laughs> a lot. Including this one. I'm not even going to get to that yet. But the first thing it told me, which wasn't a spoiler, <laughs> was really stupid and I don't think it's true. <laughs> so when they introduced that character who had the, the jaundice, the chronic jaundice. Do they even um, say that it, in the movie? They say a liver no, condition. they say a liver condition. But like, okay. he's jaundiced. So... The, the little x-ray said fun fact or like did you know or something and then it said the yellow the yellow skin of the of the antagonist in this film is an is an homage to the yellow bastard in sin city and i was like there's no way 
that's what is happening here. You know, There's I did. No th- I did think that for a moment. I was like, this has to be intentional that this person's skin is this yellow. I mean, yes, but like that it's a reference to another character who's yellow, but like not any other yellow character that's ever existed. Like, what are they talking about? Right. I mean, yeah. Where did they get that information? Also, how is like, it, why is it an homage to an action movie? I, like I a pulp know. comic what, film. What does that have to do with comic, this? Is he yellow in the comic? I mean, was it a, re- I, listen, I just can't imagine that it was a reference to anything because, you know, as much as we research and think and prepare for this podcast, which we do, the equal and opposite amount <laughs> is how much I think anyone thought about the 2006 black christmas yeah i have like i i'm so full of anger but let's let's review let's 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 do this a little differently let's act like this is not an interpretation of another film let's Uh give it let's give it its credit and let's quickly describe what happens in the film okay okay got it all right start us off so there's a group of, of of girls living in a sorority house with a house mother and it's Christmas, possibly, or right before Christmas. It's never really clear. It's Christmas break, though, which they keep referring to. Uh, and immediate, right, the first thing that happens is someone gets killed. And within five even, seconds. like <laughs> I mean, uh, within the point where it was like, and then after someone's killed, they set up the, the someone escaping from a mental institution. Um, and... Which confusingly was like also a prison, even though it was implied that it was just a wing in a hospital that also had a children's wing. That didn't make any sense. Nothing. I don't know why. Why am I even anyway wasting? <laughs> why are <laughs> yeah? Why are we trying to explain? Yeah. I don't know. But the point is, someone dies before they're like, "Well, here's the killer. It's this guy who used to live in this house, and his mom kept him in the attic." And like, don't worry, we'll kind of talk about that later, ish. Um, so right off the bat, you're like, so is he not the killer in this film? Because someone's already dead. Or is that the past, but you didn't tell me it was the past? Which actually is another problem I have. A bookmark about time in this film. Oh, right. Long story short, everyone in the, in the house is like systematically picked off, and it happens so quickly, it's just absolute nonsense. The end. Yes. But- uh, fun fact from Amazon... Michelle Trachtenberg was very interested in serial killers by the end of this film, and she would often study them on set. That's something I had to read with my eyes. Oh my god, Michelle Trachtenberg, you poor thing. You know, I, the movie ended, I couldn't, it could not have ended soon enough after I began it. But once it ended, I was like, Michelle Trachtenberg, why did you agree to be part of this movie where you weren't even the main character? You are the most famous person in this movie. I mean, Mary Beth Winstead becomes a famous person later, I guess. But Michelle Trachtenberg was already Harriet the Spy. Like, she already had... Oh, my God. I'm just so mad. What did she do What did she do after this? Because I feel like I never saw her in anything ever again. Maybe she was just like, She was wow, on Buffy, suck, wasn't huh? she? Oh, I love you, but I don't watch Buffy, and I never have, and I don't think I ever will. Except I, I've watched the episode that's a musical... And it's gay. I, I don't know. I can't. I don't know what to tell you. No. I've never. But, I haven't yes. watched the show either. Admittedly, I haven't oh, seen the movie either. Us. We're not even like good nineties kids. No, we're not. We're I have seen the movie, I which haven't. is enjoyable. We should watch that. Um, 
We should. Uh, so, yes, she is in Buffy. She plays someone named Dawn. And she's also in The Adventures of Pete and Pete. I don't think I remember that. Oh, I remember that, yeah. I knew she was in something and else when she was really young. And then she was in Gossip Girl, and then, I don't know, she dropped off the face of the earth, possibly. Well, I mean, she deserved it for making this movie. Let's put it that way. I mean, well, I oh, want no, everyone. I'm sorry. Everyone who <laughs> was involved with this movie, I want them to never work again in Hollywood. She already paid her price for this film because the next film she was in, I just need you to wait, it's called Dragonlance, Dragons of Autumn Twilight. Michelle Trachtenberg, so. what? <laughs> she just took any role they threw at her. Evidently. At first I was like, surely this was like a calculated move. You know how Drew Barrymore, like when they offered her the main character in Scream, she mm -hmm. instead decided to choose the person who gets murdered very first because she was like, oh, I didn't know it'll she throw viewers that. off. Oh yeah. It, it was very calculated and it, it, I wanted to be like, Michelle Trachtenberg surely thought about that, but no, she didn't. There's no way anyone thought about this film. Hey, can I tell you another fun fact that's that stupid pop-up video thing taught me? Pop-up video. Go for it. Spe speaking of the, the, the women, cause this isn't just, it's just a film of, a house full of sorority women and one one girl's boyfriend. I couldn't tell the women apart in this film. The the, the girls. The mm -hmm. only person I could really. I was exhausted thinking about how we were going to explain all of them away, but it really I, doesn't matter. They all die except one. Um. Well, except one. But I was gonna say Regina George is in this movie. Um. The girl who plays Regina George yeah. in, in Mean Girls. She's in it. Um. So this leads me into my fun fact. Apparently, Amanda Seyfried from Mean Girls wanted the main character role the the blonde final girl whose name escapes me <laughs> and um they turned her down um because they said they didn't want two girls from mean girls in this film why what dip what fucking difference would it have made <laughs> at this point let's but the okay. good thing is <laughs> amanda uh, seafried got away from this film that's uh, well good, good for her thing. she went on to do mama mia okay we all stand <laughs> We all stand the original <laughs> Mamma Mia. What we don't stand is this horrid piece of shit. So it's awful. It's this so this movie is about someone with an eye fixation. I don't. Did he? Did his? When he? So you watch the guy, the the little boy, or the the grown man who escapes from the institution. You find out that his father was killed in front of him, and then he's raised but by his mother and his stepfather. His mother doesn't know because horror trope he's been crawling through the walls yes and it, she doesn't inexplicably know. he's a rat he's a giant human-sized rat <laughs> who has been crawling through the walls and has strategically uh -huh. removed holes so he can peek through some are just the size of a push pin and somehow Evidently. his eye can see through it <laughs> and some are the size of a bathroom tile and he can see the entire bathroom without moving his body physically and this... one of them is a hole that's so big and known that it's a, it's used as a trash can by that by Regina George. Do you remember that? I remember. This <laughs> no one's more. The continuity <laughs> I feel like this movie was made by a a, a literal <laughs> child who was like, We're gonna take all these cool elements of horror movies. And we're going to just make a movie out of it, only considering that and not a plot and not any sort of like rational thought. So as you were saying, 
the main villain, Billy, mm-hmm. just to rewind a little bit, the main villain, Billy, mm-hmm. little boy, mm-hmm. sees his dad get murdered. Yes. Bada bing, bada oh, boom. Did does does his father's does something happen to his father's eyes? I can't remember. Even though I literally just watched this, is that why he's fixated on eyes? Like when they kill his father, do they maybe do something to his eyes? That would I, not explain or even make any sort of rational sense, but at least would be some sort of visual motif, which is why he does the eye thing to all of his victims later. I, did he? I, I don't remember that. Also, he doesn't. Does he? Oh yeah, he does. Okay. Oh my god. It doesn't matter. Okay. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. I matter. don't remember what. <sighs> uh, what is the deal with, by the way, horror movies and 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 people going through walls? Like I understand this happens in the original, um, the original film to an extent, at least from what I remember. But Obviously, not like this. Really... This is like a. Tro- no. This is the trope at this point where like someone's hiding it's in like... the walls and behind yes. a behind a portrait of someone, the eye in the portrait is their actual eye. Mm-hmm. And it's done in ways that are far more clever than this film could ever hope to do. Well, I was thinking, did you ever watch that movie, The Boy? Oh God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's basically they were they watched this movie and they were like, got horny over got this it. movie, and they were got like, <laughs> oh God, let's make a whole movie about that. But it's a little boy, just like the boy from Black Xmas, and he'll crawl <laughs> through the walls just like a little rat. But you'll think he's a doll for a couple of minutes at the beginning. Sorry, spoiler alert for the boy, I suppose. Yeah, let's review other movies during this instead. <laughs> it's a better use of our time. Could we? Because I honestly, at so many different points during this movie, this is probably why I don't remember if there was an eye thing with the father dying. I kept thinking, when, when Harrison and I watched Human Centipede that time, with my roommate Erica, and we watched <laughs> it on Fast Forward, and for me, it was because I was too scared. And for you, it was because you were like, I don't want to watch this full running time. I just want to watch half of this film, but get the gist of it, right? Yes. You, re- you remember this happening? My way of okay. cheating. I, I kept thinking, I want to, like, why aren't I, why am I watching this on Amazon? Because there's no way to fast forward it, because why would you rent a film on Amazon like a big <laughs> dummy like me? And then fast forward, like, I just wanted it at, like, two or three or, like, four X and just, like, let's get this done. <laughs> Because yeah. I, we said we were going to do all three. I got to get through this. And then there was a point where I was like, well, I have wireless headphones. Maybe I can turn on, um, you know, described, the described audio for people with, you know, low vision or blindness. And I was like, maybe I can just, like, listen to it and do something else with my life. <laughs> and they didn't have they didn't have described audio on Amazon. And I was like, then why did I pay $4 for this? What am I doing? <laughs> we gave... You gave them money. I did, so, okay, so I found it on YouTube because I was like, I am not paying $4 for this movie. Um, and I'm glad. Um, glad I didn't. I, tr- I tried going into this film with a positive attitude, even though I had the general sense that no one likes this film. But there are movies I've watched that I've enjoyed that like have bad reputations. And I also was just like, you know, I was so disappointed by the 2019 Black Christmas, but I really do love the original 1974 and from the cursory glance of the plot that we did a couple episodes ago i was like this maybe seems like it's just a straight remake and even though that's boring maybe i will enjoy it no, and it's not that. no 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 i um, thought you could have fast forwarded it on youtube i should have waited and for you oh to my god why didn't i me. think of that i <laughs> sat through the whole thing i was so mad i sat through the whole thing let's okay so let's quickly wrap up the plot <laughs> So, Billy (laughs) is a little boy. Fast forward 10 years later, 
and oh, he's a little boy. His mom well, hates it, him well, for some a, reason. Well, I don't even know that we mentioned this is a flashback. Yes. This happened in the 70s. The film, assumably, is happening in the early aughts. Yes. So this is a flashback. Okay. So Billy flashes, or so, uh, who fucking knows? The movie flashes no. back to Billy <laughs> being in a crib, <laughs> and he's really yellow because he's jaundiced, and the mother hates him and crushes an ornament that says our first christmas it doesn't have any there's no explanation as to why she hates the dad or the child from what i recall it said she hated the son she hated the the husband that's never explained but she hated the boy because the boy reminded her of the husband she hated okay for no reason so flash forward 10 years Mm -hmm. he is lot like she still hates him she's like stereotypical drunk character she's drinking eggnog with jack daniels in it like the whole time she's drunk the whole movie that she's in uh and the little boy goes upstairs crawls into his rat hole and goes through the wall comes downstairs (laughs) and sees that the dad has been murdered and the mom sees the boy well, he sees the murder happen. Remember, oh, he's yeah. watching from a little peephole. For because he can also, inexplicably, he also has access to underneath the house. And also, in this three-story house, they can hear him running around in the attic from the first level. There's a whole second level in between the attic and the peep where most of this movie takes place, where people are uh-huh. looking up like he's above them, when in fact... It's 25 feet at least, separated by multiple pieces of wood and plywood, and presumably drywall. Harrison, you're so ignorant of the (laughs) man crawling around in walls uh, genre of films. Clearly. Clearly. (laughs) So, Billy somehow works for Cirque du Soleil and can fit in between (laughs) a panel of wood and a piece of uh, drywall. So anyway, Billy sees his dad get murdered in the basement of this house underneath, and the stepdad, I guess, is helping for reasons we don't understand. The mom... Uh, no, because they, I guess they, she's too lazy to divorce him, so they murder him so they can be together? Question mark? I don't know. <laughs> if anyone knows, do me a favor. I don't feel like doing the research, because this movie's fucking stupid. Just pop a little comment on our uh, Instagram and say, for all our mm-hmm. uh, Black Xmas 2006 fans, first mm-hmm. of all, fuck you. What do you see in this movie? <laughs> Second <laughs> of all, <laughs> Second of all, come for us. We welcome it. So Billy I, crawls back. Rat scurries I'm back sorry. up the wall. <laughs> no, that wasn't me cutting you off. That was making a, oh. a rat noise because Billy is a rat. My, my mistake. Yes, he shimmies back up the drywall. And mm-hmm. the mother locks him in the attic. What good is that going to... What rationale do you have in your mind? He has just crawled from the attic to underneath the house and is observing you bury your husband's corpse under the house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You think locking that attic padlock is going to keep that boy in the attic when he just scurried down the little rat shimmy hole all the way to the basement. They lock him in the attic. Okay. He's locked in the attic. He's going to get out. He easily can, and you know that. Next, 10 years later, we fast forward. Is it 10 years? Keep, keep, Who knows? Uh, it doesn't. It's inexplicable. Wait. No, inexplicable. I need to grab my phone charger, but please keep telling us about the horrific backstory oh, I will. of this horrible, terrible, everything. I'll try to summarize it quickly. Anyway, Billy. Uh, uh, I forgot where I was. Billy. <laughs> Billy. <laughs> 
I fucking hate this movie. He, okay. So at, at some point, he is assumably some sort of an adult. Like he's an adult-ish person now, and he's still living in the attic. And the mother. And he's in a oh! rocking chair. She's fucking Wait. the stepdad. She can't get pregnant? Question mark. Is that even what she's trying to do? Or are they just sleeping together? She goes up into the I, attic and fucks her own yes. child. Yes. Correct. Gets pregnant. That is what happens. Uh huh. Ten years later, the child is thirteen. Its name is the, Agnes. The, <laughs> The, the the child that is born of of to be clear the mother raping the son yes. in the attic yes inbred uh, daughter uh, yeah question mark Agnes. Uh, so here okay wait continue please uh anyway the mom likes the daughter for some reason for some reason the stepdad is just never featured again I don't think and then for some reason unbeknownst to us. And I think maybe this is where the eyeball thing comes into play because this is the first time it happens. Billy receives a telescope for his birthday that he pulls. Oh, yeah. He pulls out of his little rat hole. Um, the mom and the stepdad give him a. Why do they give him a telescope? A telescope, and when he looks through it, he only has one eye, and we're obviously because one is covered by the telescope. And we get a slow zoom on that, which feels like it's intentional and and or leading us to believe something about him being a cyclops or just having one eye. I don't know. I have no idea. I, again, like I said, I kept I kept like closing my eyes and not wanting to open them back up during this film. Well, that's a luxury that <laughs> all the people who got their eyes ripped out in this movie don't have. That's true. So, I should be ashamed of myself. <laughs> Anyway, he's mad because he can't telescope or something, and then he breaks out, steals the daughter, somehow, somehow, calls the house from another line to tell the mother that he's stolen the daughter. Immediately immediately after taking the daughter. So how does he know how to use a phone? If he's never been around a phone his whole life. I don't, I don't. There's, the movie literally have, follows no line of logic. So anyway, he, he jabs her eye out. Her name's mm-hmm. Agnes, his daughter. He he jabs her eye out and he's like, But then otherwise eats we, it or something. Alive. I don't know. Does he, does he eat it? God, he does, he does eat it because it's like, he holds it and it's like juicy and not at all anatomically what an eyeball looks like. And then he like puts it in his mouth and then. Okay. Um, and then he and then he kills the the mother and the stepfather, and he for some reason oh, makes right. cookies out of the skin of her back, of the mother. Yeah, back. he bludgeons her until her face is like nothing left with a rolling pin. The oven is somehow already on, uh, and then he yeah he cuts out slices of her back, which is alluded to in the very beginning, only ten minutes before this, when <laughs> <laughs> he for some reason is given a meal through a sliding door and in his cell he has a Christmas tree because that's something that's that's a luxury that's afforded to the people who are in people this. in prison yeah um and they say that they uh, god there's a Santa Claus there's so many there's so this movie is like just it should be called red herring like that's what this movie should be called because everything I mean, leads I, nowhere oh yeah, like there was like a very there was like an, a one little atom of cleverness where there's 
the the that they accidentally prop open the door to again the ward for the quote here criminally insane that's what it says on the door to this ward which is again assumably in a hospital with a children's ward uh they accidentally prop open the door and you see someone's weird feet coming through weird shoes and like you kind of like you think that maybe someone's already escaped or like they're leaving and that's what it is and then but no it's a guy dressed up as santa claus who says i'm lost i'm trying to get to the children's section of this institution for the criminally in town yeah i <laughs> y'all don't don't watch this movie <laughs> don't watch this movie i don't even know i don't even i can't so i actually need someone who's listening um to uh to do us a solid because i need to forget this movie ever existed but then in the future when we record some other random episode <laughs> and we're like you know what would be great is if we watch the 2006 black christmas and then i need that fan that's the most important fan to say no <laughs> please don't do that also do i just just a reminder there's a random sex video subplot in this movie that's no- oh my god that didn't make any sense <laughs> okay so <laughs> Fast forward. Uh, we've spent so much time on the plot. Okay. I can't. <laughs> basically, I can't. basically, Billy comes back and in in cahoots with his sister, who he has not seen in decades, who is uh-huh. now also an adult because she survived mm-hmm. her, her sorry his sister slash daughter, mm-hmm. who is played by maybe the same actor, and it's never explained why she why ends up looking like that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, uh, it's not. Uh, they get out and they start slowly killing everyone in the house off. And there's one person. Even though sh- she already started, although here's where I'm confused: is the implication that he oh, broke right. out before? Uh, okay, so first, this is where another Amazon fun fact comes up. Um, like halfway through the film, when Regina George is under, at one point Regina George is killed, obviously because everyone dies essentially. Um, and a little Amazon fun fact popped is up. Is it Regina George? No. No, it's, not Regina. It's Gretchen, Gretchen Wieners. Wieners. God damn it! Not Regina George. Regina George is what's her name? God Amanda Seyfried. No, that's Karen something. Oh, you're right. No, Regina George is. Um, oh, I don't know her name. That woman. Uh, she's in Sherlock Holmes. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The point here. Is that we're talking with this whole time we've been talking about Gretchen Wiener. God damn it. Anyway, Gretchen Wiener. <laughs> it doesn't Gretchen matter. Wiener's it really doesn't matter. One of the Gretchen white women Wiener. in this movie. <laughs> Gretchen Wiener's next to the Christmas tree at one point, and I paused it. I think because also I kept pausing it and being like, what other thing could I be doing? Because I just hate this so bad. And I paused it, and it was like, fun fact. Um, in the scene, this is literally what it said. In the scene where Agnes kills Dina or Dana or whatever this girl's name was, whatever Regina or God damn it, um, uh, Gretchen Wieners. Gretchen Wiener. In the scene where where Agnes, because at this point you don't know it's Agnes, by the way. Right. It looks killer. like Billy you're, with a wig on. Or you're starting to think it's one of their roommates. That or girl, the boyfriend Eve, who's really weird. Or the boyfriend, and so. But then the, the Amazon fun fact is like, so when Agnes kills Dana, who, by the way, has not died yet. And I was like, well, wait a minute. Which one's Dana? It's so hard because all these women look the same. Oh, oh, they mean, oh, they mean Gretchen Wieners. Okay. And it was like when Agnes kills Dana's character in the crawl space, um, the, this actress broke her leg and and she had to get her leg treated by a relative of one of the other people in the cast and it was like i'm sorry 
So Agnes is the killer. Thank you. <laughs> also, this character dies as soon as, like, she's going to enter her crawl space and die eventually. And it happened, like, 15 minutes later. Wow, <laughs> like, you got to turn those facts <laughs> off. I mean, it sounds like... I don't like, know how! It sounds like it's actually saved you some time, but... I mean, kind of. Not really. <laughs> oh, God. So anyway, they start they start picking off all the people one by one. Some of them die in a car. There's a very dramatic blood splatter, which I we can only assume is because he shoots her with a bazooka gun and explodes her insides <laughs> but it's not what enough would, to break what would any cause glass that blood splatter <laughs> no one knows someone s- the Mary only Beth person <laughs> the only person who does not die by billy or agnes's hand is uh. the house mother who was in the original black christmas <laughs> who backs into the house and an icicle <laughs> impales her skull And by the end of this shit show, there's two people left. The main girl and then someone's oh, random the fir- sister who arrives. The, the, the first woman who died. Were they? And I mentioned this in the 2019 Black Christmas Review. And I'm sure I, I also mentioned it in the original one that, again, I, it doesn't matter. The point is there's this cool thing in, in those films where it's like some of the girls leave for winter break and they don't see them again. And it's, well, yeah, because they left for winter break, but you don't know that they were murdered and their bodies were stashed back in the sorority house. Like, but they don't even do that in this movie because it happens so fast. That girl is killed immediately. They find her body and her eyeball within is ripped hours. Out. Like, or, I, sure. I, I don't, I can't think of another movie that begins with like the opening credits, the character is doing something, and then within three seconds is murdered and her eyeball is pulled out. And it, Mm-hmm. She's still screaming while her eyeball is pulled out, even though it's inferred that she was stabbed in her eye socket. I, I don't know, but it's so... <laughs> obviously, this film was trying to be gory. Like, that was their gimmick. They were like, we're bringing the blood and guts that you can't have in the 1974 version, I guess. And, like, that's what we're here for. Because it was so sloppily done. But you can tell that they were like, oh, 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 oh look at yeah. all that. And that's what I was saying. Movie. That's what I was saying. It felt like it was made by children who were like, you know what would be cool? If a body at one point is above the room and the blood from the body fills a light. <laughs> Did that happen? Yes, in the hospital at the end of the movie. <laughs> when the sister oh. sister girl is there yeah. with the final girl, like, opens and her present and is like, my sister wanted me to have this really nice sterling silver $20 watch. And then... <laughs> The nurse comes in and is like, hey, hey, girl, you need an x-ray. And they take out the main girl. And that woman is left in there with Zelda or whatever the hell, who lowers herself from the ceiling. How did oh. they get to the hospital? How? Okay, because because, because they're both pronounced dead at the house, right? So the okay. Oh, yes. Billy Let's rewind. They're, they're pronounced dead at the house after, I don't know, blonde final girl defeats them in a way I don't remember. And Literally, they fall into the rat crawl space that uh, he's been living in. And she lights them on fire, a, right? A, a baby carriage was lit on fire when a candle fell, when all the corpses are arranged in some... Basically, the culmination of the film is that Agnes... You think Agnes is the one that's done all this. We don't know where Billy is or what his motive is. Billy? Is that the name? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So Agnes is like, you're all my family now. <laughs> And then she looks over at the two final girls and they're like, no, we're not. You can't have us for Christmas. And then one of the final girls falls through the ceiling because she steps off of a floor joist. 
if that is the case, how is Ratman going through the house and not falling through everything? <laughs> anyway, she falls through the house, and the other girl is left there to defend herself. Agnes tries to kill her, and Agnes falls down the side of the house, the side rat hole, if you will. <laughs> and Billy then comes out of the floorboard, and she's like, he's not my dad, he's my brother, or whatever the hell she says. I think she says the opposite, not that it matters. It doesn't. Like, my brother's not here, but my dad is. Yeah, like, that, and then, like, as if that were his cue, and he was under the house, he rises from the floorboards. He was just waiting oh. for that reveal. Like, where? Anyway, oh, they both okay. fall down the side of the house and catch on fire is what we're led to believe. And then the two final that, girls are at the hospital. They're taken and they're ta- they're declared dead at the scene because that's part of it. And they're taken to the morgue. Oh, right. Where a mortician they're, logically is drinking eggnog. And it's not even, they don't take him to a funeral home. They take him like to the city morgue because he's like, he's like talking on the phone. The, the, the mortician is like, oh, the medical examiner's not even here because it's fucking Christmas. And so I'm going to drink eggnog and I open up my candy cane with like my, my, the thing you do autopsies with and all this. Oh, his, shit. yeah, his scalpel. And then they come back to life somehow. I mean, they're not just, I, they're dead, Harrison. No. Are we, to, are we to believe that they are zombies? Because how are they not, how do they come alive in the, in the. Well, how? also how do they, okay. So the coroner hears the bag unzip itself somehow, even though neither one of them are outside of the bag. And then he goes over and opens the bag and he's like, well, Zelda's dead. And then he looks up and... (laughs) Why are you calling her Zelda? Because she looks like Zelda from, um... Fucking... Pet Cemetery. The sister from Pet Cemetery. I mean, I've seen... Both of those Pet Cemetery movies, and I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, Harrison. Anyway. Her name's Agnes. Respect her. She's a weird zombie person. <laughs> Jaundice Agnes wakes up, <laughs> and they both, whatever, they kill the coroner, and then they somehow get into the ceiling. Literally, how are they walking on these fucking in, ceiling in tiles that are literally made of, like, <laughs> chalk can hold the weight yeah. of these people? <laughs> Oh, crawling like the, through the ceiling. I, listen, I have been not in the ceiling of, of where I work, but I have looked into it, and the kinds of, the kinds of ceilings in hospitals are the same as the kind of ceilings in schools, and they are styrofoam, that like that weird stuff that's like it's perfectly made for you to throw a pencil into. They're fiberglass tiles, and then like really thin metal that's just enough to hold up very lightweight tiles. And light fixtures. So, and not only do they crawl through that, but... Somehow, they, without they a map, from the they find... Office, they go from the coroner's office to where whatever fucking urgent care that this girl is in, in this shoddy place where no one's there because it's Christmas. It's like, where are they? <sighs> okay. What? Yeah, so... Back to... A- it feels like it was made by children who were like, these are these are cool effects we would like to see in a movie. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. So let's write a script. No. We and don't also, want to. Wait, we wait, don't want to wait, write a script. Wait, let's I remake want... a famous movie and just uh-huh. put all the shit that we want to put in it, in it. So like, a coroner's office. Cool. Except make it so that there's no lights on. And oh, he has yeah, to work in the like. dark. 
yeah. then it's like, oh, let's decorate the inside of this sorority house like it's Christmas, not the outside. Oh, and make sure all the lights are blinking constantly. And also, also, this is really important. There needs to be really shitty internet porn that has the people in the film in it for no reason Fucking. that's never resolved. And one the, of them needs to be sleeping with the other one's friend. And then he crawls the in. Same. He crawls in somehow on the second floor, and he's a red herring. You think he's the murderer. And then he pulls a knife out of his pocket like he's going to karate chop someone, and then he dies. But greenlit. Done. <laughs> greenlit. Perdu- this movie Ready. made $21.5 million. It had a $9 million budget. Who, I can't understand Who it. gave these people money? Who? I don't know, but also, if you look it up on Rotten Tomatoes, it the like the, the critic aggregate is 14%, which is 14% too much, and then the audience score is 37%, which is 37% too much. Who the fuck thought this was a good movie? There's just Someone... so much shit filled it like even the even the beginning when the santa claus is walking down the hallway and the person who works there like the exposition is so terrible he's like you want to look inside and see billy it's like what professional person is going to be like i'll just risk my job and let you see this person who's inside of this like holding cell and also the people inside the holding cell can open the food slot on their own like that's just not and then when he when Billy escapes, the guard goes inside and sees a rat hole in the wall, and he's like, "Oh, did Billy crawl out of this wall?" And then no, Billy's hiding under the bed. And why are there no fucking lights on in this hospital? Nothing makes. Oh, I know, right? Even the hot. Okay, so let me tell you what the BBC's uh, resident movie critic said because they liked it. Oh fuck they them. They said. They said it's an undemanding multiplex filler, a ho-ho horror movie that knows it's the season to be jolly. They paid him. They paid that man. That is mm-hmm. the only way he would write that review. <laughs> okay, Britain. Oh, here's an interesting tidbit. What is it? Harvey Weinstein was an executive producer on this and demanded the film's original ending be altered and had additional footage shot for television spots. What was the original? I don't care. Did we watch the original? Or did, <laughs> I actually, I don't care. You know what I do care is I saw, I saw that there were two cuts. There was a European cut and an American cut. And we're dumbass Americans who I assume watch the American cut. And the European cut has six less minutes. So those are six minutes I'll never get the the ending that was altered was okay Mm -hmm. so in the end of this movie not that anyone cares at this point but basically agnes is killed how is agnes killed i don't even remember was her eye stabbed out probably (laughs) sure wait i don't remember it doesn't matter oh no she had the uh paddles placed on her face which that's not how they work yeah, the blonde final girl uses a uses a defibrillator on her face, and that kills her. And then how? And then she kills Billy by throwing him over the railing, and he is impaled oh. by a Christmas tree. Yeah, which doesn't buckle under his weight, but rather acts as if it's made of stone, of a single metal pole. Yeah, I don't. Whatever. And then it ends. And then I literally um, was like, you know what? I only need to hold this in my head long enough to to do our episode, and then I'm gonna just somehow get this out of my head. I'm going to eternal sunshine of the spotless mind this film. <laughs> I hate it so bad. I hate it. 
What did Weinstein do to the TV cut? Have you found it? Yes. Uh, among the footage shot was Lacey Chabert, whoever the hell that is, being dragged through the snow. Footage of a woman falling from the roof where there is a, quote, weird lawnmower electric Christmas light thing. An unidentified woman, f- played by Jillian Murphy, discovering a woman flo- floating beneath a lake. And Michelle Trachtenberg. Tra- continue, I'm sorry. Michelle Trachtenberg aiming a shotgun and saying, Merry Christmas, motherfucker, into the camera. And additional shots of Trachtenberg in the hallway holding a shotgun while Billy levitates above her on the ceiling. I'm sorry, so the, the TV cut has just more deaths for no reason and then an implication that he's magical. Would th- maybe did they think that that would explain how he comes back to life? It's I don't know. Christmas I, cheer is what keeps Billy alive. Wait a minute. Oh, it's Elf, essentially. Yeah, it's an Elf. Um, it should be an Elf remake. Yes, okay. I'm ready to give this horrible steaming pile of nonsense a review, Harrison. Yeah, I I'm would ready. like... I'd go for it. Okay, I want to say first that I would like almost to apologize to the 2019 Black Christmas, because I gave that a two. And not that I would change my rating... But I kind of wish that we had watched this first because I think I would have enjoyed the. Tw- I would have at least been like, you know what, the 2019 could have been Christmas so much worse. Could have been literally. I think Harrison and I. I obviously I don't remember any film we've ever reviewed, but I think this might be the worst film we've ever ever watched for this podcast. I, I'm, easily, I'm laying down that gauntlet. Have we? We don't give zeros, right? Aren't we like? I feel like this to? is a special Christmas miracle right. occasion where special, we can give. A zero. Yeah. Special Christmas Miracle, this film, zero. There's absolutely nothing redeeming in it. Not one moment that I enjoyed. Awful. Awful. Every second was awful. <laughs> Every second. Yeah, I um, I agree. Zero. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what there is to say. It's just I feel like my review, my review was all of my criticisms wrapped into one, like, non-linear... <laughs> yeah. Uh, explanation of this terrible fucking shit. Oh, I just remembered a bookmark. This is maybe another thing that lends to why we hate this film so much. At the end, the the first girl who dies, sister, says, or the blonde final girl goes, how long were they in the house? And then the sister goes, we'll never know. And she says it like she's in on it. She's like, we'll never know. And then I'm like, what are you, what are we, what is the implication here? What do you mean we'll never know? One of them just broke out of the the hallway of the criminally insane. You know, the hallway in the children's hospital There's of just, the criminally insane. She's just like, there's just no use expending our energy on things don't, we can't answer. Let's not let's just worry. not let's just not even speculate. <laughs> then why did you say it? Like And why, why did you that, come here? And why? That dumb sister. And then the, the God, at the ending when she's like you don't have a sister anymore. And she was like, yes, I do. And looks at her sorority sister. But they're not even and early, like literally mere hours before the older sister who, or the older sister who had been a pledge at that sorority, which doesn't make any sense to me. The timeline, these people are murdered in this house in the eighties. And then when was she, I doesn't, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> We're trapped in a loop. And... I hate it, and I can't. I can't say any more about this film. It's terrible. The only thing I need is for someone out there listening, someone out there in podcast land, to remind us later to never watch this film again because I'm gonna forget it. 
Oh my god, I just had a revelation. No, what is it? What? Oh god. (laughs) What? (laughs) The writer... Wait, hold on. Will he directed Willard, the remake of Willard. I was I wondering what else the director uh, Well then it's appropriate that you kept calling him Rat Boy. There we go. Oh my There's god, look how smart right I am. <laughs> he directed Willard and Black Christmas. Well, I wish he hadn't. And Oh god. Oh god. Willard was so much better than this. Well, uh so it says, after Will, after his debut feature, Willard, the remake of the 1971 film, failed to perform well at the box office, Morgan was approached by Dimension Films to write and direct a remake of Black Christmas. He was a fan of the original film and cited it as a predecessor to the modern slasher film, which influenced his decision to commit to the remake. Star Crystal Wait, this Lowe, is supposed to be a... The director... <laughs> noted the director's uh, admiration and aimed to, quote, take the film to a different level and, quote, respect the fact that the original was a great movie to begin with. You failed at your mission. (laughs) I'm done. I'm done, Harrison. I'm ready to put this in the Christmas vault and never open the Christmas vault again. Yeah, and light it on fire. Yes. Although, do a better job than Blonde Final Girl does in this film, because I don't want it coming back to life in a very poorly lit morgue. No, exactly. Trash. I just put it in the trash. That was a sound effect I just added. Did you like that? I did. I didn't hear it, though, but I believe you. It was there. (laughs) Well, that was not fun, but I'm really glad we survived it together, and you know what? Now we're stronger for it. We're stronger. Anytime. now. Now we know, like, if anyone talks about Black Christmas, first we'll cringe... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For, well, it'll hurt for a little while, like a band-aid being ripped off, and then eventually we'll think of the original again, and not the two remakes. And it'll be wonderful. Harrison, can you can you make me a promise? No. Can we? <laughs> I was gonna say. I guess you can't make me a promise because lately we've been picking movies that we either have never seen or we haven't seen in a long time. Um, I want you to promise me that we're gonna watch a movie that doesn't make me want to barf next. Barf because of the quality. Eat, pick your pick pick your poison. <laughs> pick your rat Just, nest. I, I, I want to love a film again, Harrison. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be hard after this, but we'll bounce back. All right, all right, good. good and on go. that very somber note, we hope everyone has a great, a holiday. great holiday, even though it's three weeks away and you're getting two more episodes before Christmas. Boom, going to go watch Wreck again. Get that out of my mouth. Get the Black, oh, the black wow. Christmas you out just, of my eyeballs. It's like, hmm. <laughs> You really hate yourself today, don't you? That sounds like torture. Love, Rick. Oh, God. Holler out to Rick. All right. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye.